I haven't always been gay. I used to be a homosexual. <laughs> and when I was 18 years old, I went to a military draft physical that changed my life. Now, when I was 18, I had already come out, and I was pretty comfortable with it, but my parents were a little nervous because it was the mid-60s. I kept hoping my sister would start dating a black guy and take off some of the pressure, but it was... <laughs> So I'm at the draft physical, and it basically is 300 18-year-old boys in their underwear standing in line all day long. And a drill sergeant who continually says, all right, heel to toe, heel to toe, make the guy in front of you smile. <laughs> so when I thought the moment was exactly right, I grabbed what I thought was the appropriate person, and I said to them the appropriate thing, I'm gay. I was immediately snatched out of that line and taken to a small office where a man sat there and asked me questions that were really difficult, mostly for him. <laughs> I remember him saying to me, do you know what it means to be a homosexual? And I said, what? And he said, do you know what it means to be a homosexual? He couldn't even say the word. So for 15 minutes, we had this entire conversation going on, and I realized that he didn't believe that I was a homosexual. And then he told me that no one there believed I was a homosexual, that I was just trying to get out of going to Vietnam. <laughs> well, that's, that would be okay. <laughs> I finally convinced him that I was, in fact, a homosexual, and he then sent me to the bus and told me to wait for everyone else, and I would be sent home. Well, I get to the bus, there's about 15 guys sitting on the bus, and I foolishly make the assumption that they must also be homosexuals. <laughs> No, no, they're, they're on the bus because they have flat feet and bad backs and things like that. So let me just say the next three hours were a little uncomfortable, but it was good. But it gave me time to think about myself and my life and everything else, and I thought, wow, maybe, maybe I'm just not gay enough. That might be it. I mean, how gay do you have to be? So I thought, I, I, I need to do something. I need to go to Mecca. I need to go to the place where gay people went in the 60s. I needed to go to San Francisco. So I called the only two people I knew in San Francisco, two women that I had met right out of high school. They were lesbian lovers and they had moved there to make a life. Now, <laughs> Angie and Shirley are big girls. Let me just say that. Very big girls. They're probably each pushing close to 300 pounds and Angie's breasts were the size of a set of four-year-old twins. So I arrive in, in San Francisco, and it's almost Thanksgiving Day, and Angie and Shirley announced to me, we have been invited to go have Thanksgiving dinner with the two gayest men they have ever met in their lives, and I am thrilled. I am excited by this. I'm finally going to see what it's like. I'm going to experience what real gayness is. We drove across this, the uh, San Francisco Bay Bridge, and... And when we got to their house, and I was just filled with anticipation, I can't even tell you, I rang the doorbell, and immediately there was lots of barking and all sorts of chaos that sounded inside, and then everything got quiet, and the door opened, and there were a matched set of Great Danes that probably weighed as much as I did, standing right there. And behind them were John and Alan. Oh, dear God. I thought the girls were big. <laughs> these boys, these boys were, they had another 100 pounds on them each, and it was the 60s, so naturally they were wearing caftans. You may have to ask someone older in the audience what that is. <laughs> well, we went inside, and of course, everything was great. We were all standing in a little huddle at one point, and I realized that I was probably surrounded by nearly half a ton of gayness. So, 
So I'm looking around the room, and everything is perfect. Everything is perfect. The, the furniture is all velvet. The, the coffee tables were gold gilt with little crystals hanging from them, and, 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 and the, the, there was just the right amount of homoerotic art on the walls. And it, was just, it was good. It was all good. So we went to the table, which, of course, was set to death with candles and all sorts of things, and we're sitting at the table, and John and Alan excuse himself to go into the kitchen to get the turkey. So I'm taking this all in. I'm loving every minute of this entire thing. So while they're in there, they, they start having this sort of heated discussion, and they keep using a word that I don't know at all. I, I don't, I'm just a kid. I don't know what this word means. So at one point, I hear Alan say, are you ready? <laughs> now, this was a long, narrow kitchen, and it had those little cafe doors, you know, that swing like this. So first, Alan comes out, and he stands next to the door, and he takes out this long fireplace lighter. You know the kind? And John, who had the turkey, wanted to create the most drama, and so rather than just walking out with the turkey, he thought it would be more impressive to back out of the kitchen and turn around and present the turkey. So here he is with his red kaftan on. He's got this turkey in his hands, and as he's backing through these doors, and they're beginning to squeak open slightly, and that big fat ass, I'm telling you, it was like, I, I thought the kitchen was giving birth, is what it looked like <laughs> when he came out of this thing. So John turns around, and of course, everything is bigger and, and crazier than you can possibly imagine. It's the biggest turkey I've ever seen in my life. It's on this enormous silver platter. And because we're gay, there is an entire rainbow of chrysanthemums all the way around. <laughs> Alan says, ready? hits the lighter, stands there for a moment like a very fat Statue of Liberty, and then touches the turkey. Well, suddenly, I understood the meaning of the word flambe. When that match touched that turkey, the entire thing burst into flames. John screamed. He threw the turkey straight up in the air, hit the popcorn ceiling, burst into about 100 pieces, hit the floor. There were chrysanthemums burning everywhere. There were pieces of turkey burning everywhere. The two dogs, the Great Danes now, see all this commotion, and they see the food on the floor, and they come rushing in to get something, and John is trying to take care of them, and he's screaming at Alan, do something, do something, and Alan comes out of the kitchen, and in all of his, he drops to his knees. <laughs> and he begins to beat out the flaming things with a fly swatter. <laughs> We're all sitting at the table horrified. <laughs> but as quickly as they could take the dogs out of the room and get the flames basically out, they grabbed the biggest pieces of that turkey, the thighs and anything they could get, they put it back on that silver platter, they cooked up a couple of those chrysanthemums, put it back on, walked over and set that thing right back in the middle of the table. It was still smoldering. <laughs> <laughs> and not to be outdone or have anything go wrong, John immediately picked up a glass of wine and said, to the gay life! And we all said, to the gay life! <laughs> they, they, began, they began passing around the food, and of course, nobody actually ate any of the turkey, and pretty quickly we said, you know, it's time, time to go, a long, long trip back and everything. And I remember the three of us got in the car. We had almost crossed the entire bridge, and not a word was spoken, not a sound, until I heard it Shirley in the front go, <coughs> but we lost it so badly we had to pull the car over. Three or four days later, I left San Francisco and went back home, and I wasn't sure that I'd actually accomplished anything by being there, but it was quite the adventure. But I can tell you that as a single guy, I get invited to Thanksgiving, and whenever I go to someplace strange, they haven't seen me and I haven't seen them, I always have to ask, 
have you tried turkey flambe? <laughs> this story was told as part of the Arctic Entries Five Truths and Two Lies show at the Beartooth Theater Pub. This story is true. <laughs>